You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape, podcast episode number 199. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, a ball sequence workout for legs and abdominals, nutrition half-truths, facts and lies, and maintaining focus with supportive habits. Well, first of all, I can't believe we're almost at episode 200, and unfortunately, I'm not completely ready to reveal all the new websites and everything that are going on, but don't worry, I will have a couple of things ready for you for that 200th special episode. Now, one thing that I am going to start doing in the next several episodes is making available to you some video sequences of exercises, some supersets that you can actually download. They're made for the iPhone or iPod or really any media player. So you can download them and use them anytime you need a quick workout or maybe you just want to change up your workout. And that's actually what we're going to be starting with today. Before we dive into the complete episode, I want to make sure that you go to the fitnessmakeover.com homepage and enter your email so I can send you a brief survey. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to put you on any lists and I'm not going to send you a ton of emails. I do want to be able to send you some feedback and suggestions based on your answers because the survey is actually asking you about your biggest frustrations with losing weight, what you've tried that's worked, what hasn't, what kind of obstacles you're running into. So these kind of questions I would definitely like to answer for you each personally since I've done that in the past with some of the other surveys. So I'm giving everybody a chance to get on that and get some direct feedback from me. And if you're wondering, well, what's in it for me? Well, what's in it for me is that I get a great idea of what to talk about in these podcasts. So your answers will actually help me figure out what way to take the podcast and what topics to cover in more detail and what topics to maybe forget about altogether. So Check out the homepage. You'll see the link right there and just fill it out. I'll send you the survey and I look forward to hearing from you and hopefully you'll look forward to hearing some of my suggestions as well. All right, so let's begin with training. And what I'm going to be doing for the next several episodes is taking some sequences from some of the different DVDs that I've done and putting them out there for you to download. So you can stick them on your iPod or iPhone or however you do your workouts. And whether you use it as a workout itself or use it as getting some ideas to add to your workout, either way, you're going to get some benefit from these exercises. The first one is from the DVD ball sculpt one nothing but the ball and this is one of my favorite sequences it's doing the leg curl and abdominals and of course you're lying down and you're using the stability ball now I think we may have gone over the leg curl with the stability ball before and it's important because if you don't have access to a gym or you don't have a full gym most likely you don't have a leg curl machine I know actually here in uh, my country club gym where I'm train all my people we don't have one so we end up using the stability ball to do our leg curl work and most people are very weak in the hamstrings and they need that leg curl so it's very important especially if you train 
at home. So the leg curl in this particular sequence is done, of course, with your plank position, your hips held high, and rolling the ball in and out. Now, depending on your level and your experience and strength, you may be able to do that from the get-go. You may have to plank or lift your hips, roll it in, roll it out, and then set it down and rest a second. But like anything else, as you do it, you'll get stronger and you'll be able to do more and more consecutive repetitions. Now, I like to take advantage of supersets because it allows one muscle group to rest a little bit, maybe 30 seconds, definitely less than a minute, while you do something else. So you're making use of your time. So in this sequence, you'll be doing abdominal work with the ball. And it might seem kind of simple, but you're still getting that abdominal work and you're definitely getting a lot of abdominals and core when you're doing your leg curl. Pretty much you're working everything from the neck down when you do the leg curl with the stability ball. So it's certainly a very strong and effective exercise and definitely a big benefit for the amount of time that you would have to put into it, which isn't very much time at all. And isn't one of our big goals to be able to work out less but get better results. So it's all about maximizing the time and the quality of your workouts. And this makes for a great way to do that. So give it a try. Um, unfortunately, with the podcast, I can't make it so that two things download at once. I think I tried that on the last one and it didn't quite work. So you'll have to go to the podcast page or maybe get Fit TV. Um, actually, you can subscribe to Get Fit TV and then it'll automatically download as that podcast. So, either way, you can do that to get the video um, after you hear this. And of course, if you actually like that video and you want more, this comes from the DVD Ball Sculpt One Nothing But the Ball. And you can get that at Amazon.com. And it has a full workout and then it has a 40 minute quick body workout. So it's a, a pretty neat DVD. It's got some different premixes, which means you press the button and it automatically will jump to different exercises for you. So you can have a different workout. And you're using the same exercises. So you'll actually be very familiar with them and get the most from them rather than having something different each time. So anyways, you can check that out. Um, you can also go to the fitnessmakeover.com site and there's a section for the DVDs that has more previews on them as well. But regardless, it's a great five minute sequence to get your whole lower body going. And you know what? Doing it three times a week, you'll probably be ready for the beach this summer. Now there seems to be a lot of misconceptions when it comes to different nutrition or diet or eating habits or whatever you want to call it. A lot of times we hear bits and pieces and we don't hear the whole truth. We only hear part of it. And when you take into account the whole truth or maybe a whole study and all the parameters that went into whatever they came out with, um, you find out that you know that's really not applicable in real world or it doesn't apply to you, whichever. So what we're going to do today is go over a couple of facts and truths or half-truths and possibly lies that there are out there about nutrition. So the first one is a simple sentence, eating vegetables will improve your health. Now, you think that's true or false? Well, sure, that's true because, of course, green vegetables especially are full of fiber, of vitamins, of nutrients, and they're definitely very low-calorie and easy to eat and certainly are associated with a lot of uh, lowering disease risk. So whether it's heart disease or cancer or whatever, there's a lot of benefits to vegetables to help fight disease. Now, 
Let's see if this is true or false. Vegetables are good for you in any form, whether it's processed, packaged, or added to a cake. Well, that one is not so much true. Sure, if they're in any form as far as raw or maybe steamed, yes, but if it's processed or packaged or added to something that's not good for you, it's not going to be as beneficial. So your carrot cake, your zucchini bread, they might be a good effort for getting some vegetables in your diet, but it's not exactly the same because, of course, you have all of those other things that are in them that might not support your weight loss goals. So, you know, your perfect diet is going to be different for each person, but if you want to get the most from your vegetables, you definitely want to stick to having them fresh, steamed, or even frozen and steamed or fresh frozen, whichever way that goes. But regardless, the actual vegetable itself, not just something that's mixed into a cake or, or bread. Sure, it's good and tasty and still good for you, but it doesn't constitute a whole serving of vegetables. Okay, ready for another one? You're gonna tell me true or false. Overeating regularly can make you fat. Well, of course that's true. Eating more calories than you expend or than, than your body can burn, because remember, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. So it's not necessarily about doing activity, it's how much your body burns itself. So it's not necessarily calories in versus calories out as much as it is how much your body burns in calories versus how many calories you put in. Now how about this one? All calories are created equal when it comes to weight loss. Now just like weight loss is not as simple as calories in versus calories out, calories are not all the same. A calorie is a calorie is not the same. And that's what a lot of times people will say, calories a calorie. What the difference what difference does it make? Well, it makes a lot of difference because there's a whole bunch of factors that play into how your body burns calories, whether it's from how your body burns a certain food or how many calories you use at rest or what type of workout you do. And when it comes to calorie expenditure, simple things such as working standing at your desk versus working sitting at your desk can actually cause your body to use at least 25 more calories per hour. So that adds up to about an extra 200 calories a day that you're burning off just by standing versus sitting. Now, imagine you do some high-intensity type workout with very short rest periods. Now that has actually shown to increase your resting energy expenditure by 25% during the next 24-hour recovery period. So that's about 355 calories for most people. Now, a traditional strength training workout with very long rest periods, and most of us don't really do that type of workout, is only going to be about a 5% increase. So that's kind of where your short rest periods with heavy training, or I should say very challenging weights, is going to give you the most bang for your buck. Now, the other thing to think about calorie expenditure is that your body uses different amounts of calories to break down your food. Proteins, fats, carbs, they're all burned a little bit differently in your body. For example, your proteins burn more calories than your fats. So it goes proteins, carbs, and then fats, not only in the order of importance, but in the order of which one burns more calories to digest. So that's another very important thing to take into account. And it might be a little bit easier to remember it that way, kind of that formula, as far as what foods you should be focusing on. Proteins first, then carbs, then fats. 
Now, of course, since we already know that a calorie is not just a calorie, they're not the same, that holds true for your fats because your omega-3 fats actually help increase some of the fat burning by raising your body temperature. And there's a lot more involved, but just basically that's kind of the nutshell of it. And this is why your healthy fats, like the omega-3s, will make you lose weight or lose fat, not make you fat. So again, another big difference in maybe the same amount of calories by choosing the right type of fats. So the most important thing when it comes to calories and weight loss is to remember that all calories are not created equal when it comes to fat loss. And I'll have some more true or false questions coming in future podcasts. Now you may think of discipline as something that you don't have or maybe something that you need to have more of, but discipline is really just a matter of maintaining your focus and creating supportive habits. Habits are things that are done without thinking and they can be good habits or bad habits. They can be self-sabotaging habits or supportive habits. So this is where we need to really focus on your day-to-day activities along with your daily thoughts. Both are very important in creating your habits and therefore your amount of discipline, which is going to determine how fast you reach your goals. So as always, it all works together. Your thoughts, your habits, if you want to call it discipline, it's really just, again, creating the same motions and movements and doing the right things over and over and over again. So a couple of tips to help get to that point where you don't have to think about these things anymore is to give yourself more time, to be patient. Most often when we have a goal, we want it yesterday or we want it maybe at the latest tomorrow. We forget that these things take time, especially when it comes to weight loss and changing the shape of your body. Now, when you talk about taking time, you know, three months is seems like a long time, but when you think, oh, well, I can change my body in three months and keep it like that for three years, then that gives you a better perspective. So being patient for those three months for that payoff of three years or five years or a lifetime of being in the shape you want doesn't seem so bad. Now, I know a lot of times it's easier said than done because we're always very anxious and we always want quick results. The main thing is not so much to see quick results, but to see that you are on the right path quickly. And that's why the fad diets and the super extreme exercise programs usually don't work in the long run because you see a little bit of the results, but you can't maintain that type of habit over and over. You have to give yourself more time and it has to be part of your lifestyle. It has to be something that fits in with your day-to-day activities so that you can keep up with it. Otherwise, you're going to burn out and you're going to fail. So if you don't see the results you want soon enough, look at what you're doing and see, okay, am I on the right path? Have I made some good changes? Am I heading towards that supportive habit that I should be creating or am I about to burn myself out? Definitely take a look at your progress so far. That's the only way you can judge if you're on the right path or not. Now, of course, that's also where it comes in handy to have a a trainer or maybe a friend who's already reached their goal or even a coach because they can have a more objective look at what you've done, where you are, and where you're going. And pretty much if you think it's gonna take you two months to achieve something, probably give yourself at least double that amount. We always underestimate how long it takes to achieve something. 
I know we wish it might be two months and maybe you've made a lot of progress in two months, but usually it'll take three or four, maybe even five or six to get that real ideal that was in your head to begin with as far as your body goes. So putting that back into perspective and realizing that sometimes these things are going to be two steps forward and one step back, but as long as we're still inching our way forward, you're still going to eventually get to your goal. I see this often when people are doing competitions, whether it's bodybuilding or fitness or whatever, they always say, oh yeah, I, I only need eight weeks or I only need six weeks or 10 weeks. And in reality, if they gave themselves more like 16 or 20 weeks, they would really have a much better physique because you know what? They wouldn't be rushing. They would be dropping the weight slowly and they'd be much more happy, not only with the way they look, but the way they feel. And I know I've been on both sides of that. And you know what? Whenever you say it's six or eight weeks, it's never enough time. And when you're preparing for competitions or trying to get as lean as you can, or just trying to drop to a very low set point of body weight, you shouldn't have to suffer. That's why these things go with a little bit more length of time that allows your body not to go through such dramatic changes. And that way it's easy to maintain. You know how it is. If you drop weight too fast, you're going to gain it back because you're losing muscle. So the less you can change to the amount of calories you're taking in and the less you have to do as far as uh, exercise goes, the better. So it's that fine line between a little more exercise and maybe a little less calories, but nothing too extreme either way. So giving it time and giving yourself extra time is going to be a big difference. So that might be one of the things that you need to put into your thought process, which is I give my body time to change. I am patient with my exercise routine or I am patient with my results. And those would be great I am statements to add to your list and say every day because certainly that is something that's going to be supportive in your goal seeking. Now, one way to help with that patience is kind of number two here, and it is break your goals into smaller mini goals. Now, we always say this, but we don't always do this. We'll have that large goal of I want to lose 20 pounds in two months, and then we say, well, that means I need to lose 10 pounds in a month. But how about breaking it down into mini goals, which would be weekly and daily because basically it's all your daily goals and habits that will create your final result at the end of that month. So if your daily goal is to write down everything you eat, that's going to accumulate over that whole week and you're going to end up with a better idea of what you've taken in and whether you're on target or not. It could also be a mini goal of saying, I'm going to walk farther today. I'm going to uh, park farther away. I'm going to do an extra walk around the block. Um, or maybe I'm going to do an extra set in every one of my exercises in my workout. Um, mini goals that can be done every day and can be accomplished because not only is that going to help you prepare your body and get yourself in shape, but it's also going to help your mind and give you that confidence you need to continue and to keep going and to keep pushing even on those days when you might not really feel like going and doing your workout or maybe you're just having a little defeatist attitude. Ultimately, the only person that is going to be there 24 hours a day to support you is you. And that means your mind and creating the habits, not only the physical habits, but the thinking habits that support your goals and what you're trying to achieve. You can be and should be your own biggest supporter, your own biggest cheerleader. 
Now, I know there's a lot of um, theories out there that you should really reward yourself with each goal or whatever, but you know what? If it's important to you, you achieve that goal, your reward should be that you are on the right path, that you're supporting yourself, and that you're making new habits that are going to stay with you a lifetime, and that's going to help you create the body that you want and you can keep for a lifetime. Certainly, you can give yourself rewards for everything, but you might want to pick and choose. I mean, just like if you had a child, you wouldn't give them a reward for every single thing they did, but the major milestones you would, or you might. So anyways, think of it that way. Accomplish all your mini goals, and then when you get maybe 10 mini goals accomplished, then maybe give yourself a bigger reward. But remember that ultimately the reward is going to be the change in your body, the change in your attitude, and of course, the change in your health. And one quick reminder before we end, go to fitnessmakeover.com and go ahead and put in your email address so I can send you that survey and find out how your plan is going and if you're getting closer to your goals or if you need help reaching your goals. And that way I can go ahead and make some comments and send you back some feedback and get you on the right path. And make sure you either subscribe to Get Fit TV podcast or go to the blog, fitgirlguide.blogspot.com and download the video of Ball Sculpt, which is the leg and abdominal exercise combination. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.